1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode eighty-three. We end up building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, aka Poppy Saison. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy slid Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yes, yes, yes. Um, please follow us on all social media at this might not go well If any branding deals, business opportunities Please email us at this might not go well at I know we missed last week But we back again, episode 83, weekly check-ins I'll, I'll let you take the floor, brother I don't
0: want to take the floor, right, I guess Um, Sorry, y'all, only reason we missed last week is I had to have surgery Quick little emergency appendectomy I'm getting better the beast said he couldn't do the podcast without me So I'm here So don't don't mind, yeah. don't mind if I'm quiet or I don't got much to say, or I'm just chilling But um, yeah, everything else I've been trying to, you know, get back I guess I'm using this as like an a OD hard reset Because I can't really do shit else but lay down <laughs> I can't really go outside I can't really do nothing too strenuous yet Uh, But yeah, yeah, everything But everything. But,
1: but he came back to pot because he loved y'all, you heard?
0: I guess y'all niggas cool
1: But I'm straight what's Come go- on now What's good with you, what's going on? Oh, man, I'm I'm in the process of transitioning into a lot of different things. Um, shout, you know, had a great community service project the previous weekend. Um, yeah, I'm just just going through the motions in life and, you know, unlocking unlocking some new things. And I'm happy that you hit a pod with me today because I ain't going to lie. I, I don't think I'm ever dropped the, the four minute. I tried to do it by my, myself, gang, but it did not hit well. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to save it just in case if anybody would have hear the failure of me talking to myself, but I'm happy that you guys could compile for a little bit today. All right, so let's get straight into it, man. A lot of stuff has happened in the last two weeks, whether that is President Trump's getting raided, you know, monkeypox on the rise, they even letting the COVID, the, the standard stuff loose. In New York City now, but I want to give a special RIP to Teddy Ray, man. Oh, man. Teddy Ray, I, I'm a big fan of All death. You know, I love watching Squadcast, and he was a part of that, especially the Teddy Ray versus Doughboy. You know, he passed away at the young age of 32. Man, I enjoy watching him, his stand-up, and just RIP to that individual, man. Wanna play that little clip, Slick? I got you. Hella ass, the sun is still out, my nigga, and it was just, it, it, what you doing out here with all this ass? Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon, hella ass, the sun is still out, my nigga, and it was just, it, I, I I don't, I mean, (laughs) hey, what you doing out here with all this ass? (laughs) You're 36. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. He's hilarious, he provided us with a lot of great moments. Um, you know, sending prayers to his family, also to my boy, um, Louis, um, uh, you know, doughboy, all of them, prayers and all that. Um, on to some good news. You feel me? Nipsey Hussle got his walk of fame. Clap it up, clap it up. Yes, he got his walk of fame in Hollywood, man. I'm happy, especially especially during this time of his birthday as well. Um, you know, it was nice to see people came out and support. I saw um, Russell Westbrook, um, fucking YG, and Lauren London gave an uh, excellent speech. So shout out to Nip. You heard? One time for neighborhood nip. You know the vibes. Now we was just having this talk, slick. Um, pre pre, you know, recording. Of just everything that's going on in the NBA, man. You know, if you're if you listening to this today, LeBron just signed a two year 97 million extension with the Lakers.
0: Could go as high as 111 million, depending on the cap. I think that LeBron puts butts in seats and they don't know what their team going to look like, but you want to guarantee as long as you got LeBron, you're going to sell out. I mean, Lakers, they're going to sell out regardless, but you know, you, you're not going to be too far off from a potential play in playoff spot. Um. Well deserved. He's the highest earning basketball player in history right now. As of now, over five hundred and
1: thirty five
0: mil. And with these new contracts, somebody, somebody going to pass it. But I was I was thinking yesterday. I was like, LeBron was been in the league since the max contract was like sixteen million dollars. So to get forty seven of them things in one year, and fifty two the next, or something like that. Like that's a crazy come up. So just seeing like definitely inflation, but just seeing the way that the league has become more profitable. You know, and been able to grow his brand it's even more amazing that he was able to double his on on the court earnings off the court. I think he's made more than five hundred million dollars off the court. We don't even have a, a, number. a
1: Billy. yeah a Billy.
0: but it has to be good. I think he clears a billy easily because you think about his ownership and finn with the the sports group that owns the Red sox and the soccer club he's in one of the he's a member of one of the biggest uh uh sports management companies in the world. his production company's gone stupid, his lifetime Nike deal which who knows what that pays him annually. So he definitely, definitely, definitely cleared five hundred m's on both sides <laughs> as a player and as a a, an, a person, I guess you could say. So proud of him for that. And yeah, I mean, contracts is getting crazy, but remember, LeBron made it possible for a lot of players to, to feel comfortable moving to other teams and you know maximizing their worth and their opportunities to win. So shout out to him.
1: Well, this this next player we about to talk about can't maximize. <laughs> On another team. Kevin Durant, man, I feel like almost for the last two to three weeks, bro, we've been trying to see what's going to happen to the Brooklyn Nets since he requested that trade. One second, Kyrie was was looking to get traded, then he stayed. The next minute, Kevin Durant is trying to get the GM and the coach fired. What's your thoughts on all that? think that essentially
0: when you look at it kd is trying to do what's best for him and that regard i can respect it What i don't respect about it and i I, I see the way somebody says something they like said jordan would never do x y and z that's like michael jordan doing so it said something like oh it's basically you joined the team they they equated him joining golden state to like what if michael jordan would have left the the bulls to join the pistons when they were whooping his ass and he was like oh but i'm jordan that's lit like he's playing around he thinks shit is funny but it's also like, bro, you're you're you think like you're like your legacy, your legacy is tarnished, and it's, it's, like you got your rings, and Brooklyn was your chance to kind of go remain. You left, and you left Golden State to go do it on your own. For all of this, you could have stayed. At least then you would have probably you would have racked up another two or three chips. You know, history books probably would have been a lot nicer to you than modern folks would have been. But you and Kyrie orchestrated a move. Y'all went to Brooklyn. A report came out saying that y'all went to Brooklyn and y'all wanted to go to an organization where y'all can have control. Y'all wanted the quote unquote, the pseudo LeBron effect, the ability to be like, yo, I want this coach, I want this player, that player, that player, this, you know, this trainer, whatever. And it didn't work out. The organization did everything you wanted. They went and got, they hired the coach y'all wanted. They gave DeAndre Jordan four years, 40 million when he was obviously a minimum level player at that point. They traded all Karis Levert and Jared Allen, who Karis Levert every year is on an all-star trajectory until he gets hurt early on. And Jared mm-hmm. Allen, who was an all-star um, two of the positions that you need help with your bench and the center spot traded them and all those draft picks to get James Harden. Then Kyrie, you know, it hit, took COVID and
1: everything very seriously, a little too seriously. Attica, unlimited PTO. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Kyrie decides that he doesn't want to play because he didn't like that. The NBA was telling him that he had to get a vaccine. I get it. He wanted to be a martyr and the, rawest sense of the word but mm-hmm. now that eliminated that your other boy now you, there's rumors that you want to go follow your boy to philly so you can go play with him and Joe and joel and B. like bro
1: that's not how life works that's you'd like, also that, mentioned they got hardened they had Harden. they gave they a, a lot Harden. of peace
0: traded Harden for ben simmons and then now like i get it ben simmons is another head case but you signed and that's not even here the biggest thing is that you were the best player on the team you tried to take a leadership role by signing your extension first Knowing the two niggas you came, you was running with was wishy washy. You let them sign their deals first, because if we, if you don't sign that extension, you're a free agent right now. And You can willingly go to Cleveland. I mean, go to the, uh Brooklyn. I mean, um, excuse me, Phoenix. You can willingly go to uh Miami. You can willingly go to Boston. You can willingly go to Philadelphia. You signed a four year deal that is starting this season. They're not letting you out of that. They're not trading you, no matter how much of a bitch you act like. And if we keep it even more of a stack, like if they do trade you. You thought you fucked the game up before when you went to Golden State and teams was trying to figure out how to not let that cap space explode like that again. This is unheard of. An athlete before the con, like before the contract extension kicks in, is demanding a trade. At a time you already guaranteed, so you guaranteed your money. You can't stay healthy. You've shown the last couple years. Granted, they have they've been freak injuries, and you think that because you say you want out of a situation you created, you're going to get that? That's just stupid. <clears throat> it's terrible. So it's like Bro. history was going to say yes. Kevin Durant was probably the greatest all-around scorer we've ever seen but he just couldn't get out of his own way he got his two champion he made sure he put championships on his ledger but they're going they're going to judge the character of a man more than his accolades
1: oh yeah he, he definitely can't get in the top five i don't care if he breaks the scoring titles he's not he can't. get probably five more and just over the discussion of just overall player just like on and off the field he can't be top five nah, he lost that he'll be top 20 no, no, top 20 is cool. It'll like, top 20. I mean, like, if, we, if, if we're going to talk about skill wise, then skill wise, he's one of the top five. He's one of the
0: top five offensive players. Yeah, top five. We
1: but now, when you, you know, when they start talking about other stuff, it's going to be a knock on him. And also, I'm with you. Brooklyn Nets not letting him out because the Brooklyn Nets actually acquired a lot of peace. Actually, he should not be wanting to leave. They got TJ, who before his accident um, last year was. Was bucking in, in in the bubble. They signed a lot of other um other free agents. They got every. Their team is solid. If their team can be healthy and play, that's a championship bound team. To be honest with you, they have like Kyrie have like Simmons,
0: four of the top twelve shooters in the NBA on their roster. <laughs> like they they're going, they could play Kevin Durant, move him to the four, play Ben Simmons at the five, and you put two shooters with Kyrie. How do you guard that?
1: Now, granted, I don't, I don't, I don't mind job removing Kyrie because Kyrie doesn't stay healthy. He doesn't, you know. He's also a person that do uh, all under PTL, so I don't mind them moving him to the Lakers or someplace else. But Kevin Durant, shit. But my whole thing is, I have a question: Did he sign his extension during the season when he signed it last summer? Kyrie, oh, because okay. I was everything. wondering if he was doing it. During the whole Kyrie thing, and then I'm like, damn, you extra stupid if you saw Kyrie giving it up, how he was giving it up, and you still decided to sign the extension.
0: No, he signed it last summer. He thought how he thought it was supposed to be he was supposed to sign, then Kyrie was supposed to sign and Harden was supposed to sign. And they
1: were supposed to be locked into that
0: big three for the next three to five years. But obviously that didn't happen. I think it's just like I could see what he was thinking. He thought talent wise, he was on like that LeBron level where, you know, an organization is gonna bend to my will because I make things happen. But LeBron had to work with David Griffin to get the pieces in Cleveland. He went to Miami and had to fall in line with what they were doing so that they could win. Because their first year, they they it was D-Way's team and they let LeBron try to you know fit in and it didn't work. But I mean, they let, and then they say, oh, LeBron is your team, but we do things a little different around here." And then what happened? They went they won two straight rings. He goes to Cleveland, and brings that. At first, the guys that were there, it wasn't working. But then they got the right people around them, and LeBron is shown you put the right people around him, yo he gets you he gets you where you gotta go. KD has not shown that outside of what his first, well, he made the finals on his fourth year, third year. And was, a and, was a game away before the summer before he went to golden state. It's like, yo, you're not the guy by yourself. You don't, you, you are a killer, but you can't kill to get to the finals. You need somebody else. Yeah. And everybody's not that
1: game no more.
0: Yeah. Everybody needs somebody, but it's like you went out and joined like the monstars. You feel me? You didn't get it out the mud. You made it easy. You made it to a team where no one could double team you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now it's like your body's starting to break down, and you over here making demands. Like you got your money. You got you. You might have to sit down and take this because if this happens, the CBA gonna be crazy. The NBA is about to start making giving non guaranteed max contracts. They're gonna start putting all these provisions. The play, unfortunately, the, the NBA Play Association is gonna argue it, and we're gonna probably be locked out of basketball for a while. For for cats like Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant. All the superstars that were demanding trades, basketball contracts, especially with all this money coming in, you ain't going to give somebody. We're uh, we about to start seeing 300 million and $400 million contracts in the next five to ten years. So you're not going to tell me I'm giving you a half a billion dollars and you're going to tell me a year in, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Trade me. You have no choice. I'm not going to show up. What kind, of what? Bitch, what kind of bitch shit is that? And I'm not calling Kevin and that. I'm saying, but in general, like, you're going to take the – so you so if you don't want to be there, why well, take the money? So you want to guarantee the money and then force your way out six months later.
1: Because cause the thing about Kevin Durant, even though people give him a lot of flack for joining the Golden State Warriors, he completed his contract with OKC first. So even if anybody want to give him flack...
0: He was a free agent.
1: For going, yeah, he, he completed his contract. He had the, It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. He took it. We don't like but it. But now that you got in there, you basically set up everything. And also, I'm just... Even though I know they might not move him, but I'm going to be an advocate for moving him because it's like as a coach and as a GM, you're going to have to see this motherfucker who's trying, to, who's trying to get you fired from your job. Well, like out publicly too, not even out publicly. You. Like, how, how am I supposed to coach this person after after the thing about it is this was Bad Hill was um, signing Steve Nash off the beginning when Kyrie and him talking about we don't really need a coach. On the court. Kyrie was but Kyrie was forward about this shit. Kyrie was like, look,
0: this is our organization. We're gonna do what we want to do. And yeah, they are a Kyrie ankle sprain and a Kevin Durant tiptoeing, wearing a one-size two big shoe on a three-point line away from going to the finals, if we're being honest. Two years ago. If Kyrie doesn't now what about sprain, the swept though? Well, this year, I mean, they didn't have cohesion. Kyrie didn't play most of the season, harden left. Ben Simmons, they didn't get shit because Ben Simmons refused to play. And then Kevin Durant came off a torn meniscus midway through this year, so he was he didn't have his legs under him. So I could I could write that off. Like we could honestly, say Boston had a Boston going to say both had a a sweetheart's ride to the finals. If we being
1: honest, if we might, this In might. The Bucks, we're not gonna talk about it. In the Bucks last year. This also not, had a sweet ride too.
0: But still, I mean, at least you could say Milwaukee went into series with teams was healthy. They fucked the heat up last year. They tore up. I mean, they was down until Kyrie twisted his ankle. But that's not that's that's part of basketball, and then who they mm. play in the conference finals oh Atlanta Atlanta had no chance
1: right oh yeah uh, Atlanta but oh, yeah.
0: then you look like I said Boston went against a Brooklyn team that had it that had been in turmoil all year they went against a Milwaukee team that didn't have their second their arguably second best, second most important offensive player and then who they play in the conference finals Miami Jimmy Butler hits that three and then we go yeah to, you feel me so it's definitely, I guess it's part of the game, but it's like the the NBA is wide open in the East. Golden State, Denver missed two of his most two of his top three players the whole series. Memphis was young, and John Morant missed the last game and a half. Who would they play in the conference finals? Luca's is young. Luka. Oh, you know, yeah. You know. That team still needs some pieces. Yeah, Phoenix laid an egg. So the NBA is wide open. I, I like that it's wide open right now. But it's just definitely, like, we're seeing, like, in the next couple of years, we got to see what the league looks like because this whole I-don't-want-to-be-here motion that stars are on, but I want your money, it's the, the owners aren't going for
1: that. Oh, no. And I don't blame them. Even though I'm I'm on the side for the players to get their coin, but when you have big superstars like Kevin Durant doing the things that they're doing, I can't support that James Harden quitting on, James Harden quitting on two teams in the span of a year. And collecting all that bread. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about this one player, though, just for a quick second before we move on. DeJounte Murray, what the hell has been on your biscuit this summer, bro? I know I didn't put this on a docket, but I just remember this video while we talk about basketball. We saw him him go against the second with Paolo.
0: Number one pick, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then uh, then there was a, a lot of video of him catching a rebound over some dude and then popping him on the head with the ball. I don't know if it's because he got out of San Antonio. He wants to start making a name for himself again.
0: That boy was probably the most underrated star in the NBA last year. <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think it's, you know, he's in the summer league. He's trying to have fun. I think that they said coming out of, um I think it was what, he came out of UW, I think. So coming out of, mm-hmm. of UW, that was one of the reasons he was like such a low pick. They said his like he had like, uh, not, I don't want to say like behavioral issues, but they were worried about his maturity. Maybe that's just starting to flare oh, yeah, up right yeah. now. But it's also a matter of like, he, it's, it's, it's summer league. It's, in a, it's like summer pro-am. Like, he can goof around. I think the Paolo thing might have been, you know, just you see one of the little homies come up and they start talking to you like y'all on the same level. Sometimes you got Armando. Even though y'all are technically on the same level right now. Y'all both in the NBA, you know. And then, unfortunately, we got the we got that side of it. We got the clips that show him in a, of him acting out.
1: In a crazy situation. Yeah, so I think, you know, we'll see how that plays out. I'm excited to watch them play, even though, you know, I don't really see that working for I know I know Trey Young was advocating for him, but I don't really see how that's gonna work out for the I don't think that's what Atlanta Hawks needed, per se. Maybe him in an additional piece. I but th- just him alone, I don't see that. The problem with Atlanta was that they had nobody else that could create a shot.
0: Everybody Trey Young, I think he had like some wild ass stat. Like he had like sixteen assist opportunities a game. You know, NBA teams average about a, a a team that's in their bracket probably averages about eighteen to twenty assists. So the fact mm-hmm. that he had a chance to create sixteen of those a game is showing <laughs> that they there was a deficiency there. And he's a one man offensive like engine. But now you got him another player who not only can create, but it's like it's a different style. Like what Trey is creating from the top of the key, from outside in. Dejounte gets, Dijon- gets to in the, the paint. paint. He rebounds, he defends. So it's like you kind of all say you don't have, you can stick Trey on whoever the shooting guard is. We know there's not a lot of lethal shooting guards in the league and let DeJounte go handle whatever point guard is out there. So I think it can work. You think about, like I said, they all, they had a bunch of skill guys, Kevin Herter, who they traded, you know, shooter, but not really going to create DeAndre Hunter scorer, not really going to create the bigs, not really going to create. They didn't really have a backup guard. And if worse comes to worse and they have to trade him, DeJounte Murray's on a tradable contract. I think he makes like 18 or $19 million. He's a bargain at, for what he's produ- his production level is. So the way they gave up those three first-round picks, they'll get those back and then some if they do end up saying it doesn't work out. So it works out either way.
1: All right. Now, that, now we are for the sports world. Now we go straight to entertainment. All right. Swiss and Timberland is suing Triller. I, bro, it's the end of the verses. I think, I think now, I think it's officially your know, verses. Get them out of here, then, because I feel like now, with given the the lawsuit and how the verses trend's been on a downhill, nobody's really excited for verses like that anymore. It's over. It was it was a great thing during the pandemic, like you said in the previous episode, but I think it has run its course now.
3: Uh,
0: I think that what happened Is that With This is like A lot of black things too Sad to say This might not go well When you have something good You jump at the opportunity To make it To take you Jump at it To make it bigger But sometimes Bigger isn't always better Pause Like I feel like In the sense of what Versus was Versus was at it's finest When it was two people On live mm-hmm. <laughs> Playing their music Or when they were In the same room So you're gonna have to Worry about it Going too crazy and I think that they were safer placed. They bet on themselves. They bet on trailers, an up-and-coming music thing. But you also got to look at the business of a company. Just because a company is throwing a bag at you up front, what is their business like? I know they had a deal with, on the table with Apple. They had a deal on the table with tidal They had deals on the table with other, you know, more experienced companies that probably could have provided them less liquidity up front, but probably a better business model and better, you know, sense. I think they wanted that ownership, but you also got to look at what you're owning. Like just cause you it's, Just cause it's a Mercedes And it doesn't Just it, cause it's a Mercedes Doesn't mean you have to buy it Cause who knows That motherfucker Is a 2022 Or a 2002 You feel me I Come think, on and I think Triller For what they I think it was like They owe them I think, Um
1: they're suing for 28 million dollars They're supposed
0: to get 5 million dollars In January Or uh, by March And then 500 thousand dollars A piece Every month For the next 10 months After that So they have but, not received but, One payment but, but, but Triller,
1: Triller saying that they paid these niggas over 50 million dollars already so I'm just like sheesh
0: it doesn't matter if they paid they might have paid them up front but it's with the contract so they might have paid them 50, $50 million dollars for, uh, for the the for actual platform versus and then they might have been like alright and then starting in 2022 whenever the dates were all I right, will pay you this. remember they also they were added to them the, the chairman board of the company right
2: so yeah now, like, you, you,
0: you took my IP but then you also owe me money for you know whatever we're working on if that makes sense so, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you saw they saw an opportunity to profit, and unfortunately, they're not profiting the way they felt. And it's a it was a platform, it was a pandemic proof it was not a pandemic proof um, platform, If we're being honest, it worked. We were in the house, we were bored, and it kind of took us on musical journeys that we hadn't really been to. It exposed a lot of young people and people that probably weren't in tune with certain artists to their music. And it was just mm-hmm. nice to be able to, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in the house, but let me let me go through this Isley Brothers catalog. Let me go through this, you know. Let me go through this neo-cattle. Let me look, who is Jontae Austin, you know? Who is Sean Garrett? Like, shit like that, which was cool. It lost its novelty when it started becoming, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When it became, like, a, a, a show-off fest.
1: Yeah, and it's not really, it's, and then it's more so, like, I, I understand what artists was trying to do because, you know, artists didn't really want to compete on that type of level because, you know, it can cause some different types of, you know, friction. And it started to become more of an uh, artist appreciation. But after a while, even though, yes, it gave us some classic moments. I'm talking about some classic moments. You feel me? But I think, it's, I think like you said, it, it, it overran its course. Like, I think Dumb trying to do some other stuff, get back in the lab and recreate something else. And I know that's hard to say from my outside looking in, but... That's how I feel about verses. Like I'm only going there for for the highlights. Like I'm not really even I don't even know when the last time I caught it live, to be honest with you. Even with the whole Omarion situation. I still ain't watched that whole shit. I started watching.
0: <laughs> I watched the Ray J section of it, but that's it. And I watched yeah. that like on
1: vacation. You saw it? I was watching it on vacation. Facts. I was I only saw clips. I ain't really sat there and listened to it live. So that's how that's how I feel. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe we a small minority and maybe the rest of America. Niggas don't is, we're not, not right. niggas don't fuck with verses like that no
0: more. It's something to do when it's nothing to do. And they started putting them shits on at ten o'clock on a Wednesday
1: night. I was like, Who the fuck do y'all think y'all are <laughs> Most of these people at those artist demographics are old. Now they ain't young.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing too. It's like it's not like they're even pulling like the heavyweights anymore. I mean, you get certain certain decent matches. Like, no disrespect to Omarion and Mario, but who's checking for them? in 2022. Like, you know, Amarion drops a good single. Mario had to join with Chris Brown, but it's like... This this might not go well either. They've become pseudo-legacy. That's what Versus really became. It became a legacy show. It shows the show appreciation and give you flowers to certain artists, but now y'all putting it into a concert, and you're making it it a competition when it's a singing contest, when it's a performance
1: contest, versus like, yo... But but the thing about it is you forget some of these big Artists have egos like Chris Brown. Yeah, not, a, not gonna do don't it. Don't think dude. nobody can stand up on me on the stage like But then yeah, but would you expect Chris I bet you if it was during
0: the pandemic, he probably would did it if it was just like get on live and play your music and just vibe. But we as an audience and as the people the moderators, they create we as collectively created that com- competitive vibe we like, oh so and so lost. Like when, oh no, nah, you got shit on me I'm on a I'm on your ass dream, you know you are supposed to win and then Sean Garrett came back in a sec you feel me?
1: Drunk as hell,
0: and then it becomes like I said. You go on shit. It becomes performance. It's now. There's no more. Let's just sit and listen to the music. Let, but I, I,
1: but I like that though. I like the performance factor because there are, but then there are some artists that could go up like Jadakiss and I mean the Locks and Dipset. The performance is what got them the dub. It is because if we sat down in that room and let them play their tracks one by one. I'm sorry to say this, but the locks is getting smoked.
0: Yeah, you're right. But I also feel like that now also takes away from it too, because you got to be like so. But you have to be on the same accord. I feel like Dipset didn't think that that was what it was going to be. You oh feel yeah, no,
1: nah, they did, they were just cocky, you know, Harlem niggas. But feel th- I feel like they thought it was going to be
0: like, oh, we're going to play our music and vibe. You feel me? And perform a little bit. That Jada Kiss made it a showmanship show. But prior to that, it's like yo it was safe to just play your music and vibe out and let people just, you know, you're not really interacting. You just oh, the comments are saying this. That's it. You feel me? That's why you can get a Snoop and an X to do it. That's why you could get a, who else are some big names that did it early on. It'll come oh, to me. The Isley Brothers. Yeah, like, it's like it was safe. It was just like, yo, come enjoy the music. But I don't know. I feel I feel hmm. bad for verses. I'm glad we had, we had, we caught it at its peak. You know, sometimes we, when you, you're catching it at its peak, I mean, you sadly got to watch this decline too. Yeah.
1: Now, watching this decline, this next person, Irv Gotti, Drink Champ, gotta be up there in a top podcast interview or podcast episode up there, bro. This man, Irv Gotti, I appreciate. Now, I'm about to call him out on his corniness, but I'm going to give him his flowers at first. Not only what he did in the hip-hop game and with that TV show and what he's about to do with his other documentaries and his other TV shows that he's going to do. He's a legend in the building. I'm going to give him his flowers. And he's unfiltered. And I appreciate about that by anybody that's genuine himself and unfiltered. But, boy, you set us, man, back a couple of steps with that interview, bro. Oh, my God. Nobody need to know about you and Ashanti like that, bro. My boy was so tea. You watched the whole interview? Hell no, I ain't watched that whole interview. don't ah, no, drink champ for it, two or three hours.
0: This might, this might not go well then. Yes, he definitely was corny for bringing it up, but the way social media put it together versus like actually watching it, I watched like an hour and a half. Of it. You know me, like I said, I haven't had shit to do. I watched like seven Tree
1: Champs episodes <laughs> in the
0: last week or two. Uh, Yo, talked, uh, he only talked about it for a little
1: bit of his interview, right? Yeah.
0: If you really like, was a timestamp, it, it might have been like ten minutes. Like I, in my mind, I thought it was like oh, like the whole oh, it, like nigga said first five minutes he mentioned. he definitely does he mentions the watch. He mentions, like, talking about her. He goes and tells stories about X and Ja and Murder, Inc. and, you know, shit like that. I think that we ran with the social media narrative that he spent three hours talking about Ashanti. He didn't. Oh, no. But he definitely was... And it came up because he was like, yo, we doing, you know, this documentary. We're doing... I'm not defending what he said, neither. Don't even get it twisted. But I'm saying, like, for contextual, you know, purposes, he definitely was like, yo, we doing this Murder, Inc. documentary. We got all this shit popping. She didn't want to do it. And he's like, yo, that used to be my bitch, da. da, da, da. But she, you know, she said she ain't went off And it was Like, you could tell he's genuinely hurt. <laughs> like, on multiple
1: friends. From him
0: from her not being his lady, from her turning down being a part of Murder Inc. to this day, shit like that.
1: And her leaving him during the time of the raid and shit. But
0: at that point, like he even said it. He's like, yo, her label was probably telling her, like, yo, he's going down. Like, you don't need to be that. And it's true. If I'm, while I'm trying to... I'm going to stand next to you. You're not really my person. And
1: she's she not one of them down-ass john's like that. She, 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 she didn't a, come she, from she, that life.
0: She, and it's like, there was a thread that showed how dirty he did her, like, fucking up her album releases, trying to put on his other artists by using her as the face of it, giving away hit records that she had, had written and come up with. He definitely told about how he inspired babies. Like, I think that, like, you can't really quantify the impact. I think it was just... A, this was just a, a big push to pushing, putting him... Back into the conversation for a couple weeks. You got to think about it. Before this, who was really talking about Gotti?
1: Oh, no. I but think- he, he, he's promoting his show. That's why he's Absolutely. doing these. So, all how do you promote
0: run. sensationalism sells? Oh, so, yeah. that's why I'm kind of like, I was. But, I'm, but
1: I'm too- upset, though, bro. I'm upset because it's like, yo, bro, there's some corny shit that you do. And I understand when women be talking about corny shit that guys do. Like, bro, I can tell. From 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 his from those, from those minutes he was talking about Ashanti, I can tell he knew he fucked up, but he don't want to admit he fucked up. You know why you lost her, bro. And this is something that we got to shit on guys about sometimes. Like, we, we come on the platform, we talk about what girls do wrong, but we got to talk about what guys do wrong. Like, you know the reason why Shorty left you. You know why Shorty didn't want to fuck with you and didn't ride or die with you. It wasn't that you was the greatest nigga. You was fucking up during that time, bro. He, said he was he, fucking up He was He said he had other women And shit like that Yeah And then and then you mad salty Cause she got with a lot of nigger And then also You talking about the watch And then you referring Some girl that you said That you love as a bitch Shout out to Javi Cause a lot of people was A lot of people was getting on Jaru that Jaru didn't check him. But Jaru did check him about calling her a bitch. So, shout out to Jaru about that.
0: But it was like. He was real quiet. uh, A lot of the. the, the, In the moments of disrespect, he was type quiet. Because
1: he's in the middle. You feel me? I don't blame him for that.
0: you definitely in the middle. But it's like, yo. I'm I'm like, come on. Why are we doing this? Like, this is UODN at this point.
1: (laughs) You feel me? But I'm like, yo. That's corny behavior, bro. That's really corny behavior. Like, yo. Just take that loss to the chin, bro. But
0: did we ever think he wasn't? That's my thing too Like This might not go well A nigga just don't Magically become corny You feel uh, me And that's my thing Like money Can only hide your Corniness for, for so long
1: Oh Gunshot that shit Sick Money
0: and cloud And shit can only hide your corniness. If you was a corny nigga Without money You a corny nigga With money Like you're not fooling Anybody It's gonna come out We seen it As soon as he flipped the watch Who got me this watch <laughs> He
1: was that nigga When he didn't have money You feel me but at this point, it was just like, yo. And and and, and don't be, and, and then all for all you corny niggas who got it, don't be misconstrued that people are showing you love because those people that showing you love and all that are just vultures and corny people themselves.
0: I'm about to say, like, yo, John in the middle, he like, yo, that's my man. It's like, hey, don't worry. Like, if, if your man's is corny, your man's is corny. It's like, fuck it. It's like, hey, my nigga, like, I listen to you with one ear. Like, okay, you ready? We done? So I, I, I give job a pass on that. Like yo, we, was, we done been through some shit We done made some money we done Yeah, made some cause he's loyal fin- He's corny, but he's loyal Yeah, like you made family. But it's like, again A nigga corny, a nigga corny Everybody, everybody not meant to have good pussy Or elite pussy <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I ain't gonna lie Ashanti must got good pussy For over 20 years My boy still thinking about it Her shit top tier and I ain't not, gonna
0: hold She might be just the, the baddest chick he had He tried to play it out like you know, he's or He's Irv God He murdered Ink We wait, not gonna on. front well,
1: I don't know if he And she the top? Cause I know I some he he been with some good looking johns. He here. been with some
0: baddies, but that might be the one that's like she openly said, "Nah, I don't want you no more." You feel me?
1: Oh yeah, that hurt a nigga ego. Let's that deep, let's deep dive in that. You know, when a shorty just like don't want to be with you no more, that should hurt your pride, like
0: because yeah, you go from lovers, you. you go to lovers visit strangers real quick.
1: What? Like what you mean? Like you gonna go fuck and then you know him seeing her fuck with Nelly like. I know his ego was hurt. Like, wait, you gonna fuck with this nigga here? I'm better than this nigga. I do all, I could already see how that was flowing in his mind. Like, are oh, you gonna fuck with this nigga named Dirty? <laughs> you feel me? I'd yeah, be like that. But I mean, I, of- I still respect what he did in the hip hop game. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. that take away from all the, from the,
0: live, the love he did with X. He still produced, like, his, his Murder ink from is legendary. But it's just like I
1: said. A corny nigga is still a queen nigga, no matter how many accolades they have. That's a fact. And, sh- and a shout out to Ashanti for not even addressing it. Still performing on stage with Nelly. I think they have a good relationship now. After they break up, that, they man, didn't they respond f- to it. They, let it flush
0: they, over. They, they, they fucking again. That's not even mince words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut it out. Let's just move on because we're talking about breakups. Let's talk about this Breakfast Club shit. Let's go.
1: Oh man, the end of an era, man. Angela Yee is leaving the Breakfast Club. Does she really have to? Still, she, she do? Can you tell when she's there anyways? Ooh, you know what? I'm not even trying. Yeah. To be, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, nah, I could, I could, I can tell. Like the thing about it is, like, it's like, it's like us. I couldn't do this show without you because you know it's a it's a sort of a chemistry. Now, granted, we all know that Charlemagne the God is the star of the Breakfast Club, and DJ Envy has great talking points during
0: interviews. He's definitely the one that moderates. Yeah. Angeli over the years, has pulled back. That's what I'm saying. I've oh, seen, but him she,
1: and- but she acts. but she acts. the, uh, so, so how I see it, and they, and dem- and their dynamic is Charlemagne. Maybe the maybe the old Charlemagne will ask out of pocket questions. Now this Charlemagne in this new new era in his life is asking the more questions that the fan wants to hear. DJ Envy is going to moderate, and then you have Angela Yee that's going to ask you the standard journalistic type of questions, which might not be needed in the whole entire interview, but it is needed for the interview. If you get what I mean.
0: I haven't heard Angelique ask Again, I've been home. I've been watching. <laughs> I have an interview I, for the artists that I care about. I have not seen. I've heard her ask better. Actually, no. Even on um the
1: her podcast, what is it called again? Oh, lip service. Oh, she the king. She the queen over there. I feel like
0: her, I, I feel like her homegirls be holding it down. Like they they're more in it. I feel like she'd be just drunk asking nasty shit. I, I mean, I appreciate that because my nasty is <laughs> lovely and nasty <laughs> conversation. But I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying like if she's gonna go to another and she's getting another show and it's probably still be nationally syndicated and. She'll find it somebody is. to play off it's of. It's going be part of the
1: iHeart. Yeah, I'm brand. and
0: they'll find somebody, another woman that can come in and, you know, make it work with them. I'm all for it. Maybe they'll get somebody that's, like, more earthly and spiritual or something to offset. Because I feel like her cadence of, and line of question is more so tailored to lip service or tailored to what, something that where she needs to be the central focus.
1: Yeah, she got to be dominated in that. Because, yeah. you know, when big personalities like Charlamagne and D.V., even though DJ Envy is not as dominated, but he is sort of has more control than her in sort of in the interview style. So I definitely agree. I don't know who can replace. I mean, we don't know who. You know, there's do. some talks about Scotty Beam, um L'Oreal, even though L'Oreal and Angela Lee are like best friends. Maybe she, maybe Angela Lee might give her a blessing to get her friend a job up there so she could continue doing lip service cuz she stopped doing lip service cuz they she does radio in Atlanta. So maybe Angel can give her the blessing so she can move back to New York and maybe they can do she could go back to um because not only in this news new deal that she has with her t- TV show but her, her podcast is also getting a national look as well so maybe that could be a good help for her too
0: congratulations to her I'm just saying the breakfast club is going to be different but I'm not saying it's going to be worse or like it's over I feel like it's like it's like school niggas graduate and somebody else come
1: in and you might be apprehensive at first but then a week later that's your nigga <laughs> but I would, but but I want to uh, talk a little bit about the Breakfast Club because you know when Charlemagne started posting about like some of their favorite moments, like yo, over the last 12 years, the Breakfast Club has given us moments, bro. F- going from the Birdman, even the Benny Siegel, um Fred Fredo Star. These are just some iconic moments. Him him telling MGK your verse is whack. <laughs>
0: It probably was it probably
1: was whack. Yeah, that's why that nigga went to a rock star. I don't blame him. <laughs>
0: no, he was a plant. Let's call it what it was. He was a plant. You feel like me? like Post Malone said, I rap cause it's easier. I was able to make my millions and I can make the music I want. <laughs> Let's keep Oh, this. yeah, we be done do that.
1: And then you know him making little mama cry, even though he didn't make her, but that's just a running joke of I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, they are a stable even though they are in the Radio Hall of Fame, bro, and when she- that show is Done and over, bro. It's gonna be responsible. That documentary, forget about and the two most important people on the show were still there, so
0: we got some time.
1: (laughs) You already know the vibes. Now, oh
0: man. I know nothing about this. I'ma be quiet.
1: (laughs) Don't be quiet. Don't leave me out here by myself. We gotta report the news, Slick. I didn't even hear about it. So is it really news? I mean, the girls on the twitter was feeling some type of way a lot shit. of girls was <laughs> expressing that they got dick fished out
0: here. Uh, they probably felt the same way as niggas when they take that little wrestler suit off and the shit drop it
1: happens let's keep going looking like it in a ziploc bag <laughs> um, but yo also apparently you know safari sex tape got leaked with a lot of love and hip-hop star kimberly not joelle's Kimberly, a different kimberly and a lot of girls was not feeling it because they was like, yo, this was not the shmeet that we saw that got exposed long time ago. And I'm just like, yo, I ain't going to lie. Niggas, 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 dick fish a bunch of girls out here. You feel me? You send her a nude. You get the right angles. You make sure your shit look great. And then when she gets it, you be like, hey, yo, uh, <laughs> it is on, what it is. We in the motion. I went on Twitter <laughs> and typed in
0: his name and then. It, they, they are flaming him. This is hilarious, actually.
1: Yo, and then, and then the thing about that pissed me off about Safari is, bro, why are you pretending like this shit got leaked, bro? This shit was a whole production, bro. And then you over here talking about you're going to take full uh, uh, investigation with your lawyers. Nigga, who are you going to sue? Yourself? Nigga, we all know you've been, <laughs> nigga, you have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Just, just you just upset that you didn't get the response that you was looking for. You was thinking that yo Nick Girls was gonna gas you, but they talking about you got a chicken nugget. Fuck out of here! That's
0: hilarious. No
1: comment. All right, because not stay on this topic too long. I want to talk about Goat Man. Goat Man. Yeah, that's him. It's like you know you could. I'm about to get. I'm about to get my bag right now.
0: Top two I mean. and not two. Let me know when I can turn my mic back on.
1: Got more slaps than the Beatles. Who else you know would bring, during OVO Fest, bring their first girlfriend out back to the city to perform? Who? Drizzy Drake Rogers. Mr. Do-Right and Kill Everything himself. I only hear nothing about Kendrick Lamar, even though my boy still showed love to him by attending his concert. Even though that nigga Kendrick Lamar was looking like one of them little Harlem crackheads doing pull-ups in New York City a a while ago. I don't hear nothing about no damn J. Cole either. More slaps than the Beatles. If you haven't heard, Drake got the the most top 20 entries in Billboard history. Let alone about other stuff that he let alone about other records he break in Spotify and Apple. When are we gonna finally respect this man as the GOAT? He breaks the Beatles records for the top five hits on Billboard Hot 100. Slick, I what you guys say, Slick? I, I know I know I I come on now. You you'll stand too with me. Come on. Don't leave me out here by myself.
3: Uh,
0: that's a great accomplishment, but I think I don't... I look at I don't know, Billboard, pre-streaming versus post-streaming is just two different things to me. Because pre-streaming, it was about how many records you sold. But streaming, we never kind of... It's like equivalent. Cause I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that Khaled and Drake song, is it?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. that That's
0: and, still, that and, staying alive. I feel like... Mm-hmm. I feel like with streaming, depending on how like the providers feel about, not saying he didn't earn it, but it's like, would that song have sold like that if we weren't trying to quantify streams? You feel me? Oh
1: no, no. you got hate in your blood. I don't have oh, hate in my. I
0: didn't, I mean, I didn't I, call you
3: to hate in the blood. <laughs> no, I
0: said it was a great achievement, but I also have to like I've been following on Billboard since I was ten years old. So I remember when it's like a song went number one because it, you actually had to physically buy the the fucking CD that had like four. Remember the CDs that had like four songs? Or so you got you got the song, oh yeah, you got the remix, you got the instrumental, and you got like a B side track. Like I remember that shit, and you like they went by radio numbers and shit like that. So like with streaming, streaming like convolutes a lot of stuff because like based on your name as an artist, you're going to debut top ten. Like I'm, I'm gonna throw another person, you get, J Cole, right? Love J Cole. Anytime J Cole drop his singles go automatically to the top 10. I'm like, "Yo, this wasn't happening pre, pre- prior to streaming." Um, Taylor Swift. She she get one, but it'll be a gradual growth. When she drops, she get like eight songs in the top 10. Even Drake. Yeah. Even Drake. Drake drop, we know we getting at least <laughs> at least seven slaps in the top 10. So that's why I say it's definitely a different ball game. It's a great great accomplishment, but I think that when we try to you know, we try to rationalize the Beatles, Michael Jackson, uh, Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross, when all those people that actually had to sell records, it's a different, different era.
1: I mean, but I modernly think... though,
0: modern wise though, Drake is a guy stream of the streaming era. He's the greatest artist of all time. Streaming, well,
1: I, I, I think, I think, for at least for certain artists. Now, I get what you mean. Now, with um, but I think you have to put an exception for artists like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake. When it comes to the billboard now for all the other for all other artists, it's. I want to respect their numbers that much, like a little baby are gonna. But either, no offense, they make they, play they play. make great music, but I won't put them in that league with, with the Beatles and Michael Jackson. But as far as those three that I mentioned, I think if you put them back then when it was just purely or when uh, hip hop just started, I think they could have really did those numbers as well.
0: I'm not saying they want to do numbers, but I'm saying streaming is a double-edged sword because you get the accolades, but it's also like like what Cole said about computers running your shit up. All you got to do is change your IP address and, address and that's a new stream. You feel me? You listen to an album, a stream goes through. Back in the day, if it wasn't a single, that shit was not charting.
1: But well, I'm, I'm I'm looking at some of his some of these number one hits that he has on the Billboard 100. Oh, number ones,
0: absolutely. Number one is the number one. These
1: ones, the ones that went up there for him, like God's Plan was number one. Work with Rihanna, One Dance.
0: So look at it like this: any song that was number one more than two to three weeks, if it's a okay. if it's a one week flash in the pan, that's where I say that's the effects of streaming. His number ones is number one, but there are number ones where it's like, oh, he dropped the album. This is the song everybody played. And they read it, you know, it, it jumps to number one, as opposed to like Michael Jackson having to drop a single and a video and <laughs> for the songs to get to gain traction like that. You feel me? Again, it's like two different eras this is why I when I read those Billboard articles, I just kind of be like, you know, I see what they're trying to do. We're trying to create new megastars, new uh, legacy acts and whatnot. But it's a different ball. It's, a different, it's like inflation. A thousand dollars today ain't buying you this, it's not buying you as much as a thousand dollars 30, 40 years ago, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Like, it's still a thousand dollars, but it's like, mm, th- 30 years ago, how to, how to been living like a god goddamn went to DR and bought the island. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now it's like, I agree. Now but, it's
0: like, I just got a couple Instagram baddies cooking me breakfast naked. <laughs> but,
1: but the thing about it, the reason why I'm gonna put Drake on the opposite list of all that is because it's consistency with him.
3: Absolutely. Like he cultivated Michael video. Jackson
1: or so will put out an album and work the record for for a year or two and then, you know, go about their business. This man has been he really hasn't leave us without a hit since fucking best thing best best I ever had, to be honest with you. Since yeah, at funny. least once once a year, you can tell he's in the top fifty. He's gonna be in the top fifty. And I'm looking at his numbers now. For every year he's in the top fifty.
3: Absolutely.
0: I'm just saying he's so, a, so
1: for him to for him to sit here and do it um on that level, I I, I gotta he's the GOAT. I don't want to hear no more Kendrick Lamar. Even though I heard his concert is fire. Shout out to that concert that as well.
0: Was, that shit was wicked. I almost want to see it again. That's how fire it was.
1: You know, J. Cole's still killing verses cause I just was listening to his um to the Benny the Butcher song. And I ain't gonna lie, that verse was hard, but hey, when it comes to being the face of this shit, the man from Toronto, the sixth god, the boy. Now, you know who, now let's get into this quick little topic of Doja Cat. What's your whole thoughts about this whole Doja Cat situation, her growing bored, her arguing with fans and talking about she doesn't want to be sexualized?
0: Everybody want to be famous, so they famous. Hmm been trying to, you she know, she, she's a hell of an artist. But a lot comes with the fame. And when you're going through it, you can't just stop. And that's the an unfortunate part of today's society. Like, at least in the back in the day, you didn't want to, there was no social media. You could just go into career for a couple weeks. You feel me? Her, her whole appeal was built on weirdness and sexiness and goofiness. And I think that whatever she's going through in life, I remember she tried to quit her concert a couple months ago. I think that she... Oh, because you know, she, she had a throat
1: infection type stuff.
0: But she she she's crying out for help. And I think that she needs that help and it's not going to be whittled down to just people over-sexualizing her. It's not going to be whittled down to her not liking her hair or whatever, her appearance. I think that she needs to take a break and, and, you know, reevaluate and get and get healthy mentally because I think these are wild signs. They can get even wilder. And I think that, you know, you don't want to see an artist burn themselves out before they even have a chance to reach those heights that they're trying to get to. So I really just send her a lot of like healing energy because we've seen it with the Britneys, we've seen it with the you know a lot of artists. Just you know, get into a place where they you know it is a lot for them, and you don't want them to see the, that talent extinguished too soon. All right, just find out. Go well. There
1: you go. Alright, I'm gonna first of all. I get into my opinion. Um, she said the reason why she shaved her head and her eyebrow is because she feels like she should not. Ne- she never liked having hair. I can tell you one time since the beginning of my life that I ever felt like this is cool. I just don't like having hair. And then you know, recently she just showed her underwear in public. Now, with all that to be said, it's a per. This is a perfect example and she might not be the perfect example but my analogy is is people in this era trying to get put on by any means necessary and not understanding the totality of getting put on yes everybody wants to get put on hey look at us we pod right now and do i want this podcast to get put on and be talked about and be you know one of the top podcasts yes but that doesn't mean that i want to come out here saying some wild fragrant shit and you know doing a whole bunch of weird shit because i understand that if we attract people when we do them type of shits that's our brand and we're going to be very limited even once we get to that level of what we can do due to the reputation of the podcast so i want our podcast to be organic in growth and become one of them stuff due to our terms so we could feel more comfortable with it with that being said how did doja cat came on bitch i'm a cow Move. then she started releasing dope records what she ended up doing she started trolling start doing a whole bunch of things online uh, creating this persona of hers and look it helped her tremendously not only is she is talented and create great music but everybody is in love with her but this is what i mean by how do you get put on You got put on with the gimmicks and things, even though you do have the talent to back it up, but you got put on through the gimmicks. And now you want to release yourself from that. And it's kind of hard now. And and it's sad because I don't want you to suffer, but it's kind of like you can't. And what this generation needs to understand, especially the social media generation, is getting put on for that five minutes practically almost dictate how rest of the hour is if you get with my analogy going with slick like you can't sit here and do these at these antics and then expect it as soon as you get put on it it erases itself no it does not it follows you so be mindful of how you get on because i know a lot of people chasing for viral moments just to you know get on and then they can start doing what they want to do and i'm like it does not really work that well Not saying that it can't work, but most of the time, from what we can see, it doesn't. And I pray for her, too. You feel me? Because she makes dope music. I just finally got to listen to her deluxe album not too long ago. It was fire. But I just say, take a break. Clear your mind. Get your shit ready. Stop going on live. Talk to your family. Remember, seek some help. And then, you know, come back refreshing anew. That that was that was good, right? I, I I'm not getting canceled for that, right? Slip. I doubt it. Okay, okay. Now, Kanye West, man, I going to hold you. The more and more Kanye West be acting, the more and more I can't jack him no more. Be you out here getting the same tattoo with Stephen Lacy and Little Uzi?
0: Eh, he bought polar. He crazy. That's fine.
1: <laughs> and then you over here, you hear Pete Davidson and your and your ex wife break up. You talking about Pete? Um, Skeety, <laughs> Skeet is dead. Type stuff. Did, now you uh, got to see not
0: fucking his vision. He don't care. He won't call him
1: Pete. He will call him Peter again. <laughs> got this boy seeking mental health. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Kanye West. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Then, then you are unhappy with the release of your product, and you stuffed it all in a garbage bag. Stick. Like, I'm gonna need you to defend your man. This is this. You 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 like him. This is your guy right here. <laughs>
0: I just said, you crazy nigga what you want me to say. <laughs> just... <laughs> That's it? That's the only thing you got? I don't, bro. I, I'm still getting, I'm, I'm at like 75, 80%. I ain't got it. All right,
1: know. all right. Cool, cool, cool. We, 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 we'll of, do a deep dive, but you
0: better. I'm going to just say this. Kanye need help. He also likes attention. The petty person in me is like, oh, yeah, you took my, you jacking, you took my joint, and now she left you too? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my shots in. Was it in bad taste? Absolutely. But it's Kanye West, you Now he's, Proven more times than not, Well society is proven more times than not that we will be mad at him for a week and forgive him a week later just for him to do some next shit the next time. I really do send Pete Davidson and a lot of healing energy too, because I'm about to say, and not like when you lose a girl that's out your league. <laughs> that's the wild. He ate hey, Pete had some <laughs> bad bitches. He had her. He had all cool. He had
1: he had billionaires. <laughs> so yo, and then and then I think I think. The report says, you know, she she wasn't really looking for anything serious. It's like, bro, when you realize, like, my nigga, you was basically. You was the Kanye getaway. She used you, you to get
0: rebounds.
1: You was, rebounded.
0: Not even a rebound. She used that. She wanted to alienate Kanye. That's what it was. It's
1: like, that, I ain't gonna lie. I feel for my boy because I'd be sick too. Like, damn, I really thought we was having something. You know, she probably was joking and all that and stuff. But meanwhile, she was never taking you serious, bro.
0: Pete. Take a, take a line from the book of the Herb Gotti and the Corny Niggas. You still hit.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Still, Cause they, still beat, though. Cause there's, there's a clip There's a clip, There's a a clip. clip of her, uh, of their show where she was trying to get out the dress. She was exactly. like, oh, you want to jump in a shower with me?
0: Still beat, though. That's the name of the episode. Still beat,
1: though. <laughs> still beat, though. All right. So the last topic before we get to the song of the week. Did you hear the new Megan Thee Stallion album? No, nah, I haven't heard no new music. But I, I heard good
0: stuff about it. I, I heard a couple of clips of the songs. I, this is like the last record on her uh, her deal, right, for 1501? Yep. So that's important. I think that she, she 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 fulfilled her obligation, unlike certain basketball players that are seven feet tall and live in Brooklyn right now. And, <laughs> you know, I think now now is when you should be – if you're a Meg fan, this is when you should be excited because I think that now that she's out from under the asterisk of, you know, that 360 deal and being able to go sign with who she wants if the reports are true, I think that – creatively i think that relationship wise especially depending, depending oh, on how this Tory lane thing go because let me tell yep. you if that shit if that shit turns out that she wasn't being complete that shit was fictitious <laughs> the album sales is gonna be vicious but oh yeah but uh, barring that not going her way i think that we'll see a different a different medic Next couple I'm mean, still gonna talk about how fire her pussy is and I mean based on the picture stuff I believe her. Yo, let's I'm talk not, about I'm, that, not, really. I'm not mad at it. I be bumping her little my pussy fire songs. I'm just lit.
1: Nah, 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 nah. I gotta talk about this real quick. And maybe we should have saved it for the toxic segment. But yo, some of you girls do not have the fire, yo. <laughs> I'm not yo. Slick, can we pop real quick for a second, yo? Yo, can, I'm not can. talking about Meg person. No, I'm not I'm talking listen. about Meg. Talking about in general. Yo, all you girls just yo. Not all you girls got the wet box. I ain't gonna hold you, yo. Not all y'all got the juicy fruit like y'all think y'all do. Some of y'all shit be mid. Let's be honest, girls. Take some y'all like what? Need to take their supplements. Get you some ashwagandha, Take your
0: vitamins. You know, get you
1: your big three.
0: Your you micro. know I me. Mean? I found one. I, we can make a big. I guess for the hundredth episode, we'll introduce the new member of the big three.
1: Oh, fact we we we, t- we discussed that, but like you know, and, and I'm not I'm not even going sh- to shit on women. Like, yo, fellas, don't be y'all saf- know when dick not slapping. Don't Come be a safari out here. You feel me? You you feel me? So so it's just not for y'all. Yeah, but like I be hearing girls all the time, especially on Twitter and everything. Yeah, my coochie, my coochie. You know, nah, what, I, had, you, I had some bad coochie because, back in the days. You, you, know you, you know
0: what you know you call a bunch of empty words. Fiction, and that's what Twitter is
1: Fiction <laughs> You feel me? Some of y'all shit do not be Be elite like y'all think it is Mama, your shit just Your shit was just needed for the time needed, alright? And it'd be different for different folks, cause one nigga loved it Or one shorty loved it, don't mean the next one gonna love it So don't
0: don't be over oh, here Your Yelp review does not stand with me I need to experience it for myself, and then I'll give you a three yeah. star Yeah, cause my man's here He told me <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: But then at the end of the day What I'm gonna say,
0: still beat though
1: <laughs> all right let's get to the song of the week all right if you are listening to this on youtube please exit out and go to your favorite streaming platform whether that is spotify stitcher apple where we listen to your favorite podcasts, and go listen to us there and you can listen to our song of the week or you can go to apple music and go to our playlist and find our song our previous songs of the week Alright, you want to introduce your song of the week this week, brother? It
0: well, ain't not really mine, because like I said, I haven't been playing nothing But B sent me some joints I liked the other day, so I'll just play these so, This is Babyface, keeps on falling I'm only playing like 10 seconds of these shits Every day like the
3: first day Still get butterfly Oh yeah, middle of the night, we all the way Baby, baby, ain't no looking around in first place So I love him even more in his worst day He's always there for me And I don't know why he don't ever give up me me and above, yeah, yeah But every time he does, I'm right back at her I keep on falling in love
0: nice vibe nice vibe nice vibe uh next song is love jones by leon thomas and ty on. aka leon thomas mr victorious himself let's bump it <laughs>
3: Girl, a big girl figure Moving big bags, hands are learning big skills
1: oh, 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 oh. Talking big shit, dropping all the big girl tips She's a grown thing, popping god herself a few tears On the billboard, see your wing, you riding on your waist All sunset, she just bought a place and the gives
3: all right, all right, that's Leon Thomas.
0: I got one more. I'm just gonna pull from the Trevor Jackson back. Shout out to Tank, too. RB Money Podcast is fire. I've been watching a lot of those, too. His final album drops tomorrow, so maybe I'll pick some joints from Tank. I do Tank Appreciation next week. This is Trevor Jackson, though, right now.
2: Oh, oh, oh
3: sure if i
2: Let me show you what I'm about to do to that body Mm -hmm. And come down here Let me show you where to touch my body Mm -hmm. Let the foreplay begin Bet you never had this before I know. Can we make
3: some love like
0: (laughs) Trevor Jackson appreciation? There you go. Tank P. Oh, that's a fact.
1: I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that new album of his. We just got the last one last year. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, when you when you're a dope artist like he is, you know.
0: They had a good discussion too. They basically was like, yo, you have too much going for you to be independent. He's like, Yeah, this sir. I know I could be a bigger music star, but it's just like at Independent You could do what you want You feel me He was signed to I think it was his job Whatever he signed to When he dropped the album Before Rough Drafts And it was like They had a vision for him That wasn't really aligned with what he was Trying to do So like His music now is fire He got grown-ish Couple movies and shit So hopefully In the next couple of years He becomes a bigger Cause he wants to do music More than act So hopefully That'll be You know what he's known for Compared to just the acting
1: Yeah I ain't gonna lie That last album was Picture by my That shit still slap What <laughs> But YG finally released this fucking song that I've been. If you if you follow me on my personal Instagram, you know I've been trying to get YG to fucking release this song forever. I thought he was going to release it in July because this shit got popping around um, May and June on TikTok. But he released release it in August while summer's about to be over. But I'm happy that he released it. This is YG Toxic
3: how can i love somebody else if i can't love myself enough to know when it's time time to let go inside my jeans She won my heart with the lies She wanna throw away the key She make love, she don't get fucked Gang, gang, got her throwing up beats She like, boy, don't do me wrong Just burkin' proud of me It's
1: toxic as they come, but I really love her Got her out here competing with my baby mother out uh, of new car I be on a bumper no nah, she can't see me leaving She like Stevie Wonder Late 20s but with me She feel hella younger Sugar daddy's trying to get her She don't give a
0: number That's about Kalani like That's like his Kalani situation
1: Yeah Cause she had a song Toxic when they broke up
0: And she said she Cause he was still Fucking her baby mother And he, he was kissing That girl in the club I remember
1: Don't worry now She, made a, uh, she made mm, album About I, that
0: nigga Now she damn Oh sorry Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, Babyface, I ain't gonna lie, I stumbled upon this. Speaking of Kalani, I stumped upon Babyface. he has been dropping some bokey heat the last couple of months. This is Babyface featuring Kalani Seamless. Yeah.
2: Tequila shots in, now you want to read me Trying to have a good time, now you want to make a scene You deserve an Emmy girl, go and get your Emmy girl See you be trying to do the most, you be trying to rock the boat. I was trying to make it work, trying to make this house a home I that not need anybody girl, I ain't everybody girl You know my body, I'll out my body We're supposed to be seamless But you love showing off weakness Getting
0: Maybe face out here giving these girls hits. <laughs> what? He's wild. With, the, um, mo- with uh, the modern production too? Yeah, he he cut
1: his he cut his verses too, even though we didn't play it. But his verse is fire on that song.
0: He said he was coming, he left whatever he was doing, to, he left whatever AR wrote to sign an artist contract and do it. he's putting out an album with all female futures.
1: Okay, it's gonna be dope.
0: What now you know I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, here you go. Wow. Yeah.
1: Come on now, I gotta support my boy Bobby Schmurder. He released an EP called Bodmon. but you feel me? Even though he wasn't on the Roddy Rebel album, but he brought Roddy Rebel to his EP. This is Bobby Schmurder featuring Roddy Rebel on God. I'm back on the road again, I'm popping it in the goat again. I'm back in the hole again, I'm dropping them things on the stove again. I'm icing the road again, I'm icing my bro, and my holes in them. Hey, shout out to Desi and shout out to AV, they got me on froze again. Who, who lit the soldiers in? who, who lit the vultures in? Who? Who lit the road to I me? Mean? I'm back on that bowl again. Who, who lit the goat to the men? They the when they let my bro to the me. Then shout out to flock I game with 50 whipping that bowl again. Oh, oh god. back on go again. Oh god, so frozen again. Oh god, big old blizzard. Come on 50, back with bro again Turned two L's, but still prevail, so we for sure to win Don't get exposed again, for me and my motherfuckin' twins For me, my motherfuckin' friends I'm straight that motherfuckin' trench My hoes,
2: they motherfuckin' tense
1: My doors, the motherfuckin' band, bitch Back on them motherfuckin' ends, bitch Bust out, cut it, and lands, bitch Be about your motherfuckin', you talkin' You know how we comin', this shit ain't pretend, bitch I keep my gun on my hand when I step I just touched down to LA off a jet My nigga's outside, just bought a clevette My headin' just call me and jump, collect He told me to get to the money, I been had to Power to power, and can respect. I got respect with this little t- Ooh, Bobby Sprinter on God featuring Roddy Rebel.
0: All right, though. Is that time, Slick? Let hey, we give him a quick one. It's fine.
1: All right. All right. You know what you're here for. For the people's choice, the people's favorite.
2: Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuckers, you're talking about we have fun over here. It's very fun here.
1: And it's fun indeed. Yo, Welcome, yo. ladies and gentlemen, to the, the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement.
0: Yo, you know, shorty who was that sound got a podcast. That shit is aight. Wait, what? The girl we, the toxic shorty, she had a podcast. That shit is aight. Oh, for real? And she was on um Angelique shit too when the episode with Cardi B was out.
1: Oh wow, I ain't know that. Shout out to
0: her though. I forgot her name. I follow her on Twitter, but I'll I'll bring it up next time I'm alive. We talk so, about
1: how toxic is uh, this about to get. Oh, all right. All right. So I'll let you judge because we got I, you know, we over the last couple weeks, we could go mature or we can get toxic. Do what you want to do,
0: nigga. I will give you ten minutes. Let's go.
1: You <laughs> don't give me ten minutes, because then you leave me out here by myself and they'd be like, Oh, Brian was wild and then slick. You was over here entertaining it. <laughs> yep.
0: I definitely want to entertain it, but you got ten minutes. So let's see what's about to happen. What you got? Throw, roll roll dice. Let's get it. Let's call it out.
1: All right. What you fucking handicap, chick?
0: <laughs> wow. How handicap we, <laughs> like we, no, like, we, we talking? Like we talking? We talking like 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 she can't go up steps. Handicap? We talking like ah? Uh, uh, what we talking? <laughs> I, you can't say that. <laughs> how? How can I say that? I was asking a question. ah. Uh, you can't say. If I can't that. say, it, why you just said it?
1: Because <laughs> I'm, I'm- Trying to tell you what not to say. Anyways, there's different. Okay, there, okay. Let's give it. <laughs> let give context I thought, to why I, I asked you this question. Because no, no. Because I was trying to the Talk Heavy podcast and the David Wade Network. There's a lot of podcasts I've been listening to, but you know there is a stigma of, um, especially in movies that a lot of girls get to, they they've been seen with the handicapped men or whatnot, but. It's not really the same, vice versa. It's not really... So that's why, you know, there was a question like, would you fucking handicap, chick? Well, shit, I right? That... Come on now!
0: It depends on, like, what handicap is. Like, I don't know what... Hand... I think if you
1: don't... All right, let's sort of... If um, you can't okay, process... Let's do this. Real, you wheelchair. I fuck a wheelchair chick up Oh God!
0: <laughs> I was about to say she can't do that. Push shit out because her legs don't work. That makes sense. What?
1: And you could bend it like a pretzel. She don't got no muscles in there. She still, she there. still has right. bones.
0: She still has bones. Still has bones. Not, she might not feel it, but that's she gonna be wonky. You hear that shit go crack? Because uh, you try and get. Uh, it, and it, and
1: it. Then imagine, imagine if you getting your dick sucked with
3: it.
1: <laughs> My goodness, front of wheelchair girl. Bro, you just stand up, bro.
0: It's it's lit. I'm wild. I'm Jeff Hardy. I'm standing on the handlebars and am like, spin this bitch around while you do this. Put this shit in hyperdrive. Let's go.
1: That's a fact. Um, but um, I go lie to you. All right, come on. So, so I I had the girl. I, I I was friends with a girl in high school that you know used the stick. The two I don't I, I, I should two sticks. Not a crutch, crutch. I don't know. It was it was a crutch, but I don't know what's it called. But it's got that little handle. Like a quarter and they hold it. Why you Harlem shaking? She was Harlem shaking when she used it? Yeah, when she walked because you know she couldn't really walk that way She well. was fine. What? She was fine as hell. I did it. I did it. What? I, did it. I hit it. I'm a person. Raw too. You feel I'm me? a personality
0: nigga too. So her personality was popping too. Oh, I was lit. It's all I'm oh yeah, that's
1: why I say. Oh, any girls you got handicapped? But I feel like most of these girls, anyways, if they don't have no physical handicap, they mentally handicapped. i was about so, to say, uh, if you
0: can't process emotions, you handicapped to me. So I've been there, done if,
1: that if you can't take accountability, you mentally handicapped. i was about to say, yeah. if you think you, if you think you got the juice box and you think your coochie just went out of nowhere, you handicapped. So I'm, fu- I'm so we've been fucking handicap checks for a while then. So I don't even know how to answer this question then. And also, we've been fucking these girls with low with, with low um, iron. So these girls be handicapped on a low, too. So oh, they, I ain't going to hold you. almost
0: pass out when you put the AC at
1: 65, right. <laughs> Yo, Yo, bro, how many of you girls are anemic out here, bro? We got to do a case study because there is no way in hell all you girls are anemic out here. No. Son, y'all be mad cold out of nowhere. I'm like, yo. Go well, take say, those big ass iron pills.
0: I'm, I support the disabled. I'm, I'm
1: dicking you down, shorty. It's cool. Dick all in your mouth, shorty. You heard, you heard it from be breezy. But now let's get a little mature, though. Um, after we just talked about rah rah, okay, cool. Of course, you got It's a, it's called righteousness and righteousness. Come on now. Um, so let's actually talk about this black man and therapy video that we, that we, that you sent me on Twitter before, man. It's really becoming bad out here for us black men. They want us to be, they want us to have, they want us to go to therapy. But they complain when we express our emotions. Do you got that stuff cleared up?
2: Don't you want to be able to communicate with your bitch? I think, I think yes, right? Long gone are the days where you can just shut down. Bitches is not tolerating that. Like, it used to be where men provided financially or with schmeat And bitches can make their own self come, and we can pay for our own shit. So I'm going to need y'all to catch up on the emotional part. If a bitch is telling you I need you to communicate more, open your fucking mouth. But you know what I realized? and let me let me back up let me back up a common misconception about me as a clinician is that 90 percent of my clientele have been men black men specifically and what we specifically work on is expanding their emotional vocabulary because a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't even have the words to express how you're feeling so when you expand your vocabulary and knowledge of what you are experiencing because y'all are human beings who experience feelings and emotions and don't have to choke that shit down no more. Y'all ain't had to choke that shit down since 2016.
0: All right, I'm just going to jump into this. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to dive. when it going dive. Go right All ahead. All right. I hear what she's saying. I'm the king of, you know, y'all be better as emotional men. But how are you going to tell a woman that you're emotional because of some shit she did just for her to flip it on you? And I think that that's... Probably the part that's removed from this And it's kind of off-putting Because she said that she's a, a therapist, she's a clinician And she works for the majority of black men And the comment probably says It better than I can say it, it says Imagine a black man going to Therapy and a therapist is a carbon copy of the Person that traumatized them in the first place And that's real shit Because I think She said at her point Women, we we love the fact that y'all can make yourself Come that y'all can get y'all money But a lot of not even in direct, not even directly but indirectly it's thrown in men's faces. What can you do for me? I don't need what you did thirty years ago, right, but for the men, it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to ask for in in regards to that because all I'm asking you to do is not diminish yourself but support, listen, be available in those spaces, and when you go against the grain and you do this shit, you act. I guess Steve Harvey wise would say like a man or you do unbecoming shit or shit that hurts me or I am do some shit that brings something up in me. You're not like we talk about emotionally handicapped, right? A lot of women would rather fight about us making them feel bad for their actions as opposed to hearing out why we're upset. And once you go through that, but so many times as a man, you generally shut down because like, what am I talking to you for? How can I talk to you about what's bothering me when it's your... Lit- it's literally like I've done every possible thing to address the issue outside of you because I brought it to you and you shit on me. Mm-hmm. You told me I can't be mad at this. You belittled while I was upset. You went tit for tat. You heard the part that you can make an argument with and argued that part but negated the other part. The flack. And... It's the point of like you want us to use these words, you want us to open up, you want us to be emotionally available. Because you said it, you can't just provide money and dick. Even though social media tells us that's all y'all want from us, and, the, and, the, and the, you want money and dick. So I'm very confused. From like, again, it's not attacking the young lady or any woman that thinks, but it's like this is the conversation we're having. We can't have these think pieces of oh, men don't emotionally open up, men don't communicate, men don't. No, men do these things. With the right one woman, they see fit to do it with. But when that woman does not take them seriously, or women in the past, their mothers, because I had a relationship, it could be their mothers, it could be their female friends, it could be whoever. Somebody doesn't take them seriously. Why am I talking anymore? You've lost me.
1: So I'm
0: just saying, like, I get it, because as a black man in therapy, I understand it. Like, yes, we want us to open up, we want to open up to you, but it is difficult when you. I think we played a video a couple weeks back where it was like the the woman said that men get tired of the fact that they try to tell you what's wrong and if it's something that you caused, you get mad. You feel like you have a right to be upset. Like how dare you be mad at me for doing what I want to
1: do. And and you could continue after this, but how many times and men, oh yeah, if y'all listen, how many times when you was upset at what your woman has done, but she flipped it on you and you end up having to apologize. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't girls and girls don't be upset about this. How many times have y'all used that tactic to get out of saying I'm sorry?
0: And to not be, be honest concerned.
1: with yourself. This is not an attack. Just be honest and reflect.
0: Yeah. Like this is not us shitting on women. This is like literally we are synthesizing a problem. The video was very triggering because it's like I I I, get, I heard what she was saying, but it's also like your job is to be your like. She seems to be fed up with black men, and if your job is to service and fix these black men. How can, that's like a teacher going... That's like a, a teacher going to teach black students knowing they hate black people. Yep. And that might sound a little intense, but hear me out. If you go into a situation trying to fix something that you naturally have a problem with, it's going to be difficult because you're not going to just see the person. You're going to see whatever... Like she said about the traumas and stigmas that the men felt. The traumas and stigmas that she is attributing to black men, she might project onto her clients, right? And I think that man to woman... That's another thing. We project our traumas onto our partners, men and women. And only one historically has been made to feel safe enough to speak up about that in a protected way. So it's, it's definitely a work in progress on both fronts, but we can't sit here and pretend like, yo, it's like, like things don't just happen because it's the way things have always been. If that makes sense. It's Mm -hmm. like, if you can't talk to somebody, especially somebody you claim to love, a lot of times there was a an event that showed you that you can't talk to them. You feel me? Yeah. So, and it could be like it could be like I said, you could be some people can't speak to their moms for real. Some people can't speak to their aunts, they cousins, they female friends, their partners, their there's sisters. Yes, niggas, niggas that can't speak to their wives and they've been they married the motherfuckers. <laughs> you feel me?
1: That's a fact. And just to piggyback of what you're saying, man. I'm reading some of these comments under the video, bro, and it's just kind of like. As a guy, when we read this, would you expect us to... One comment, men talk crazy AF to each other, but the moment a woman throw a few curse words at y'all, y'all get sensitive. Prime example of what you just said, Slick. (laughs) As a man, we kind of feel like our feelings are not... are invalid. Sorry to say, but it's kind of feel like if we do come to y'all with our problems... It's kind of like we're causing a burden in a sense. Like now And we shouldn't feel it.
0: that way. Like, I cook and clean. Why do I have to care about your feelings? I give, you like, you know. But it's like it always be on the flip.
1: I, and, 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 I, uh, and I want to put out there, too. Like, I have a black female therapist. Shout out to you, Dr. Asia Jones. And I think you do, too. Right, Slick? I do, Dr. Reeve. Shout out to her. So this is not about black female therapists because, you know, I know some of the other comments was like, oh, this is why black men needs to seek black male therapists. I don't really want to touch that because I kind of like my therapist a lot and she has helped me a lot. So I can't even just sit here and you know shit on black female therapists. I just thought about that though.
0: A lot of black men don't see male
1: therapists that I know of anywhere. I mean... To me, I've seen I haven't seen a black male therapist, but I haven't seen a white male therapist. I've seen, I, I, said, I haven't even black. seen that many black male th- I see like social workers, but I haven't seen a black male Oh yeah, therapist. like I had I had a I had a gang counselor that I was really cool with in school that helped me out. There. That's like that guys was, was,
0: that's like the act that's, like that's like the I'm talking about in the adult stages. Think about that. There aren't oh. many black male therapists I can I've come across. That's I haven't true. heard and the people the, the people that I do know that I go to therapy don't find black males. I think in my my whole Therapeutic search I looked for a black woman I never thought To look at a man I mean, And it's like I think too It's also like the when you think The about, stigma
1: Do you yeah. think Do you think Because it's not Manly enough To be a black Male therapist Maybe that might be the I case I mean I feel
0: like the same thing Like a black male teacher Like they niggas treat me Like I'm a fucking Dom a doesn't <laughs> Oh yeah that's true Like I'm,
1: like, oh, but, I'm that's a, but that's But that's But that's Because I had a lot Of black male teachers Growing up
0: I didn't I only had
1: I had like two. Except for in high school. But in high school, it was much of white. I, was, I went into the white area. So even when I went white. to school in the hood, I don't think
0: I had that many black. I mean, my gym teachers were Yeah, white. when I was in the hood, I had
1: black. But, I- but and all in all, with just this the, the therapy section, it's hard. Because it, it's so hard to sit here and say these things without having them feel triggered. Because one thing I realized is as soon as you say how you feel, it's kind of like attacking how they feel and it's kind of it's like ten- no i'm it's,
0: not trying yeah it's like a character attack because like, because but think about it when you do something fucked up you open yourself up and this is a man too when you do something fucked up you open yourself to a, an assault on your character but it's predicated off of your actions so if you fuck up you have to be willing to to hear that you feel me i think mm-hmm. that's something that on both sides like this accountability on both sides like as a man if i if i do something that you don't like you have every right to call me this, that, and the third and be ready to black on me and we can have that. But I have to be able to take that and have that conversation. And I think that on the other end, we always talk about equity, right? I think that that is something that we have to get to as a place, ladies, that we can have that conversation with y'all as well. And not, like I said, it's not. this is not aimed at anybody specific, but just like in that overall line of thinking that she was portraying, if a man comes to you with a legitimate gripe not some shit like oh I don't like you wearing your hair like that or some controlling <laughs> yeah. and, because there's a fine line between controlling and inappropriate actions and, and
1: respect and respect, and respecting respect. your partner
0: yes so it's like if it's a respecting oh babe I don't like when you wear that shirt I feel like your boobs is a little too exposed it pops out when I'm around you I don't want you going out like that yes you might love the top but it's also like yo I'm I, for my sanity like the same you wouldn't want me outside gray sweatpants and shit you feel me
1: you feel know I me? Mean? Hold your daddy shorts.
0: Yeah, versus like, oh, I don't like when you are around this dude because I, I, we've already seen some, and you told me some inappropriate things. Like, wow, you know, like it's things like that. Like, it's not about, but it's like you, you wanting to do something for yourself that is harmless. Cool, that's a, a person trying to change that might just be they might be trying to be overly controlling or you know overly safe. But if there's actual cause to their reason that they feel a certain way, just be open to listening and just be open to like, yo, all right, I understand what you're saying.
1: And I want to touch on, I, and I also think that they want us to express ourselves the way they do. And I think that's where, and I'm work. not, I'm not, yeah. And I'm not big work. on the whole gender roles and all the other stuff. Oh, men act this way. Women act this way. But if you have a lot of years of expressing yourself this way, and I have a lot of years of expressing myself that way, you can't just think I'm going to up and change it just with therapy for like one or two years and start expressing myself the way they that you want me to express starts out from a young and i think and i and i and i kind of hate the myth that guys have low that low emotionally we we kind of like doesn't we're not really emotional in a sense because we are emotional but we kind of go about it a different way than i i, I think women
0: yeah, go about yeah it. we have things yeah. that you guys got
1: to take on the chin you're taught yeah and then there's some things that we do express through other actions and and other and other means. So I think that's a lot of thing that women have to stop doing in a sense is to stop expecting us to express ourselves the way they either you express it or you want us to express it. You, we will have to find our own way to express it totally. and then try to explain to you this is how we feel. And a lot of times, if you
0: do express it the way they express it, they're going to feel even more attacked. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What the fuck was happening here?
1: Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at some of these. I'm looking at some you of these. Read the com- um, you
0: can't read the comments, bro.
1: Yeah, like, I can't. It's, it's bad yeah. for my mental health because it's kind of like guys are openly telling you why they don't want to express. And then it's just a lot of deflection. And I'm just mm-hmm. talking about the women in these comments. I'm not talking about in women general, in general. Yeah. It's just a lot of deflection of women. And then just kind of like, wait, you do this to us. And it's kind of like once we start doing the tip for games, we all lose at The family feuds At the end of the day Once that starts to happen
0: But you know so, what
1: But you know what I still beat though That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right <laughs> He obviously Want to end it <laughs> All right Please follow us On all social media At This Might Not Go If you're any branded deals Business opportunities Please email us At This Might Not Go At gmail.com I'm the host With the most Bb's A.K. Poppy Sazon It's your
0: boy Slick We out of here y'all See y'all soon
1: Out. cow